So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life. The only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See Jared.com slash price match for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, and welcome to Everyday Connection with your hosts, Rico Shields and Jean Victoria Norlock. Bringing your inner light to your everyday life. Welcome, everybody to this Thursday edition of Everyday Connection. I'm Rico Shields, and I have here with me Jean Victoria Norlock. How are you, Jean? I am totally excited. How are you? I'm excited. excited. Is that totally excited? Or totally excited. Absolutely totally excited. Absolutely totally excited. We have a fantastic show for you guys tonight. I do want to uh, uh, go ahead and Give a shout-out to our family over at Inner Child at the beginning of the show, as we uh, always try to do. Uh, just a great bunch of folks that have been like family to us and have been like family to almost everybody they meet. Uh, I hope you'll go visit them. You can find them at innerchild.ning.com. And they actually have um, a, an amazing... Um an amazing poetry contest going on right now. And so if you go to the Ning site, you will find details on this poetry contest. And it's a worldwide contest about peace and harmony for humanity. And how exciting is that? And they've got some awesome prizes. So go check that out. Absolutely. Uh, the best prize they got going, probably. You get to come on the air with us. It's good stuff. So, without a lot of, a lot more buildup and hot air from me, uh, we have with us tonight two young ladies that uh, are young only on the calendar. Gene uh, and I have both had a look at their work that they're doing, and it's fantastic stuff. And we're just honored to have them with us this evening. Uh, Gianna and Genevieve. Hey, how are you? Good. Good. How are you? Great. Great. <laughs> so glad you could be with us tonight. We're glad also. <laughs> Equally. Yeah. Very so this is, this is totally awesome for me because I finally get to ask. for It's been weeks since I've been able to do this, but I finally get to do it my way. The first question of the night. Who the hell are you and what do you do? <laughs> Good way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're we're in little teenage bodies, and you know, got stuff to do. We're we're, bas- <laughs> we're basically um just kind of here to kind of get the youth like to speak up, and <sighs> I don't really know how to word this right, but just kind of get people to take youth more seriously, to not treat them as if they're less, and to listen, 
because we know what the hell we're doing. <laughs> and, you know, all that jazz. <laughs> yeah. So coming from coming from somebody who, who is working with youth myself, um, with our youth project, and has the same, Rick and I both have the same attitude towards that, is that, yes, our youth does have a fairly good idea of what's going on in our world right now and um, if we would listen to them then they might have some viable solutions for some of the problems that we're facing do you think that it's changing like as far as um, as far as the way we treat our youth with respect to listening to them and hearing what they have to say is it is it changing is I the do impact think, I actually do think it is changing um, I've been noticing that um, that Adults are starting to listen and to the younger generation, and they're starting to ask more, like, what do you guys think? What do you guys want to know? What do you guys want to do about this? Blah, blah, blah. And that the universe is just aligning, like, all um, adults in the right places, like, open-minded, um, like, people as principals or, you know, certain positions like that that um, have a big effect on kids' lives, and they're just in the right places, you know? So, yeah, they're just lining it up for um, to basically make it easier for kids to speak up and feel more comfortable about doing that. And that's that's an exciting prospect. prospect. Um, now, I have to go back to, because, I mean, not a lot of young people, um, more so now than, than in years past, but not a lot of young people have the courage to stand up and be as vocal um, about our social situation as as you two are. Um, and I know that you talk a lot about um, the ascension process and the shift and, and what's going on, but I, I, you do tackle social issues as well. So where does that come from? I mean, what's the background that you two have that you're able to find the strength to do this? Is this where you brought up to believe in yourself? Do your parents have a lot to do with this, or is this just something that you came here, you knew it was something you had to do, and you just ran with it? Both, really. <laughs> like, all of the above. Yeah. We are very lucky to have our mother as our mother, <laughs> and there's a reason why she was incarnated as our mother, so we could do what we do um, without as many barriers, like, coming from our family. Like, we have, we have to face them um, at school or just in just everywhere. We just and we, we just don't have, have a, to do it at home. So yeah, we have a very, very supportive mother and we went through family obstacles as well, but we always had our mom there to help and to support us. And she our mom has always been she is like very gifted and she has always been and so um therefore she helped us bring our bring our gifts out and like just like, hey, yeah, I'm not afraid to be who I am. Um, you know, it's we're very lucky to have our mother, and we like when it comes to our videos, um, our our guides <laughs> do, hey, you know, spring this up, you know, just kind of like by little helpful reminders and like send us a song in our head, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. It's pretty great. So, so you run your videos pretty much the same way we run the show. Um, I guess you could say that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, because we, we don't plan this much. We just kind of show up. 
kind of wing it. <laughs> we totally wing it. So now I have um, an, yeah. another question. How long, yeah. yay, puppy, how long yeah. have you been doing this for? Well, we started making our videos um, during the summer. So a couple, like, um, like a couple months ago, like two months ago, pop. And, well, that's how long we've been making the videos, but we've been preaching our whole lives, I guess. All of them. <laughs> All of our incarnations. So how do your, um, I, I, I imagine you've been careful perhaps in how you build your social structure, but do you guys go to regular school? Yeah, we go to public school. You go yeah. to a public school. Okay, so that's that's cool because that's that gives us an opportunity to explore that idea of acceptance. So, do the people that you go to school with know what it is you guys do? Do they? Do you talk about this to the people that you go to school with? Um, and and is it generally accepted by both the students and the teachers that you are who you are, or have you had to kind of keep your work separate from your school environment? Well. Um, we recently kind of um, mixed the two things together, like school like this and this year. Yeah, like this year. So it's kind of it, it was kind of new for us to bring it into the public schools, and we've found mostly acceptance. But every once in a while, there's there's just those few people that are just like, no, go away, freak, you know. <laughs> but, yeah. It, oh my. It oh doesn't. My we don't let it like affect. Like we're not gonna be like, oh. Ow, my feelings. <laughs> yeah, and we're not gonna be like, okay, I'm just gonna stop doing this now because yeah. it hurts. <laughs> but it's 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 expected that not everybody's gonna be like, oh yeah, we go like you know, we take your word for it, or because they've been raised and brought up in um like this world <laughs> that doesn't accept that. <laughs> it doesn't like totally normally. totally closed-minded life lifestyle. Yeah, so we're just kind of slowly opening that up for them, and it's generally accepted, and we find the people that don't accept it, in the long term, they do, eventually. (laughs) Well, the living by example, uh, I think, helps, too. I have a question. Uh, We've talked about your mother being supportive. Um, A lot of children that I have come across uh, in my life have sort of been babysat by the television set as they were growing up. Uh, Their parent would just put them in front of the TV and walk off. Uh, Was that something that uh, y'all experienced growing up or? Well, we, we have watched TV, not going to lie, but (laughs) we have an experience, but, (laughs) but, um, you know, like when it comes down to it, we're like with our mom, we're like, when she does, like work stuff like house clearance and stuff we go with her and help so yeah so we don't we don't it wasn't tv things it was more like um hey my client's here what are you getting on this blah 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 can you talk to the child because her her kid doesn't speak yet like use your little telepathy you know or um my client's child doesn't speak english can you kind of you know, not invade their thoughts, but just kind of like tap into their energy, see what they see, what they're feeling, you know, just that kind of stuff. And yeah, so it's not really like, hey, let's let's sit on the couch and watch TV. Yeah, it's <laughs> but, not. It's not like I don't want to see you or hear from you. You go sit in front of the TV and leave me alone. That, definitely that's, not. <laughs> that's kind of the attitude that I'm talking about. That I think is so. Um. Well. 
Um, I think there could be better attitudes. Let me put it that way. I don't want to <laughs> say something too negative. Yeah, but, definitely, but uh, you do. <laughs> for example, I have a friend, a uh, young man that was has, I think, is a very uh, brilliant, sensitive um, being, uh, but he's just been tromped on by life. His parents both. Uh, lots of TV, lots of video games, lots of escaping. And uh, what would be your advice to, you know, uh, uh, an adult that would love to just, you know, I don't have any Break advice. For him. Yeah, I don't have any advice for him about what it, what it is he should do. I he needs to figure that out, but. To to at least break through and be able to feel like I'm having a talk with him and not his defense systems. <laughs> or do you have any advice on that, or should you just oh, let life handle it? Um, are are you asking what um, advice we have for the child or for the parent? For the parent. No, for the parent. For the for the. Or or an an adult who is um a caring adult who wants to be there for this young person, but the barriers are so, so thick and they just come up so naturally that it's almost like you're talking to a wall. Even you, you know, behind the wall, there's this really amazing, beautiful, um, creative entity. How do you, how do you reach past the barrier to get to the entity so that without lecturing, but, so that they know that you're there, so that they know that they can break through all the crap that they've had to deal with. Yeah, well, <laughs> when, like, it, it helps, like, to get in, to, like, get on their level, like, do what they like to do with them, like, their creative exactly. outlet, yeah. like, if they like to draw, draw with them, if they like to sing, sing with them, if they like to dance, dance with them, you know? Yeah, then get involved in what they like to do, and it'll, it'll really open up those doors and break down those barriers and It'll really help because in the way that they express themselves, not not in the way that they escape, such as video games or TV, but in the way they express themselves, whether it be like skateboarding, basketball, whatever, just do that with them, and and then you can that opens those doors. Yeah, do that, and then just be like, no, oh, you know, conversation. <laughs> no, interestingly enough, what if and this is this is a specific example, but what if um, those those that creative outlet and energy comes when they're playing the video games. So it's it's been it's an escape mechanism, but it's also their happy space. That's where they find their most creative energy is around electronics. <laughs> well, you could well, you could try getting involved with them with that, or if you don't, if you want to get them like more of an active thing, you could be like, hey, let's go on a hike, let's go on a walk. Let's talk, you know, so like they can try and find like another kind of outlet for that instead of just video games and TV. Yeah, so do think, habits are hard to break. <laughs> do things that they want to do, don't try and bring them into your pastimes. Rather yeah. go and spend time with them doing their stuff. Yeah, kind of like a mutual thing. Like meet them halfway. Yeah. That's exceptionally you. good advice, actually. <laughs> Kudos to you, young ladies. See, that's what I'm talking about. We need to have more people like this on the show. That's fun. Absolutely. Um, okay, so now I want to take um, a moment to explore again back with the I'm in school and I'm having to 
um, deal with mainstream society and coming from the background that you come from, obviously your mom involved you right from the time that you were very young. So what advice would you give um, for young people out there who are wanting to follow their bliss, wanting to follow their passion, wanting to follow that inner voice that's telling them um, to do things their way, but their way might not necessarily jive with what's going on in school or what's going on socially? Well, what I've noticed is that um, they that kids are finding a good mix between, like, finding what they want to do through school, like, whether it's, like, being very active on the dance team or cheerleading or sport. And the, our school particularly is um, very, like, supportive of that stuff and that they are finding their way through that. Um, I, I would say to, um, it may not seem easy, but it really, you may not think it's easy, but it really is. All you have to do is just do it. Like, just be like, you know what? Screw it. I'm coming out of the closet. I'm an, I'm a light worker. I'm a crystal. What is that? They tell them, wow, you're a freak. And, <laughs> you know, like, that's just what we did. We just jumped right into it. And we we're like, you know what? We don't care anymore. I don't care what people think. I'm just going to do it, and if people want to not accept it, then screw them, you know? That's them, you know? Yeah. They'll come, they'll come around when they're ready, so. Well, and it's really kind of, if people are looking for something to write off as freaks, they can find a hundred ways to do that. It does, so might as well let them do it about who you really are, it seems. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it took me a lot a long time to get to that point, but it was like, okay, they all think I'm crazy anyway. Might as well let them know how crazy I really am. <laughs> might, as well, might as well go all out. <laughs> so, now there's an interesting um, stigma around light workers, crystal children, star seeds, and rainbow warriors, and um, it's almost like it's it's a title um, that it at some sometimes creates division. Do you see this generation that's coming up now? Like I've, I've noticed, especially I, I have a friend who owns um, who owns a, a special store, and we get the most incredible angels coming in, being pushed by their mothers in strollers. Um, do you see this generation that's coming up as? I mean, it seems to me they're almost all light workers. Oh yeah, yeah, they are all. Foreign yeah, whether, from this planet. Whether they take on the title or not, they are all light workers. <laughs> yeah, and it's and like the whole title thing. It's just it main, It's mainly for the people who need the titles or kind of like to help it um, process better in your brain because your brain yeah. is so used to labels and titles and really there's no need for that. But it's yeah, but I guess by going because what if we were like, I'm a light worker, crystal, rainbow warrior, blah blah blah, or I'm Genevieve, you know. <laughs> either, either or, you know. Yeah, and that's what that's what I'm curious about when we're when we're dealing with young people. I mean, is it is it okay to just say I'm Genevieve and I have a huge heart um, and and um, a, a crazily stimulated intellect? Um, I care about my planet. I care about my world, um, and and this is who I am, and this is how I express myself. Um, just because some people do tend to shy away from the light worker title. Now, I'm 
being the devil's advocate. I'm playing the devil's advocate, but that's that's sometimes yes. that's what you have to do. Um, and because I want a young person's opinion on the titles that we've created in the past and that we have needed, do you see a time where we can let those go? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> as like the, I, <laughs> I think that as the generations like from like our generation and down and even like a, like a little above like. Um, it's just going to be like change and different and we're just, it's not, we're not going to be as easily like brainwashed kind of like <laughs> if you, if you get what I'm saying, like, yes. Um, that if, like, if you know, like you hear about people that just do all this good stuff and, um, for the planet and for themselves and they realize that, Hey, that's not right. Or like what, what's going on? It's not right. But, yeah, and they're being changed, and they're doing different without being called a light worker or um, some kind of light worker name. <laughs> but yeah, they're just doing—they're doing good for they're doing good for like not for themselves, but for other people and for just for unselfish reasons. And they're not—they're not using a title. It's just kind of like it's just a label. It—they're it, not important. Awesome! Yay! Labels aren't important. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, I have that on my in my Facebook page that you know what is a light worker, and it concludes with that there's a whole bunch of people that are light workers that probably wouldn't call themselves special or give themselves a title of any sort. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I'd say there's a few million of them right now protesting in different countries around the world. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's just my opinion on that. Well, but, um, I would have to agree with you there. There, and willing, I. I'm so proud, willing to say, look, I don't have the answer, but what's going on and it's, it's not working. We need to have a talk about this. Yeah. So, so doing what you guys do, how do you view what's going on right now? Um, how do you view the whole 99% Occupy movement and, and the insanity that is currently reigning on planet Earth with regards to people just getting out of their houses, getting up in the face of the politicians and and just quite frankly speaking their mind. Um, we, um, <clears throat> again, our opinions should not be, I'm going to kind of half-ass the Buddha quote. Um, <laughs> if it doesn't feel right to anybody, like you don't have to like make our opinions your own for anybody who's listening. Um, we just kind of see it as like, um, we don't need to, okay. Um, it doesn't need a whole lot of energy. Um, it doesn't need to be fed into to make, um, worse, but it does, it does need acknowledgement. And, um, it's just kind of like something that's going to bring down the whole old social structure. You know, it like, this needs to happen in order, like the old structure needs to fall in order for a new one to be built. And, 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 and no, we're not talking about the apocalypse. <laughs> That's not gonna happen. <laughs> Just to clear that up for everybody. Every time we talk about something like falling down to, for a new one to be rebuilt, they're like apocalypse. No. No. <laughs> so you see this then maybe as a stepping stone yeah. to the next yeah. step, not um, not as the destruction of the whole, but a stepping stone to the rebuilding of something. Yeah. Good way to rephrase it. <laughs> a lot shorter, too. <laughs> and, 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 two, I kind of see it as like a symptom of 
awakening is, hey, wait yeah, a minute. Yeah, that too, definitely. People, yeah. people sit up and go, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> this isn't a good thing. What are we doing? <laughs> right. <laughs> and I could do something about this. <laughs> because for some, awakening, and, and I can attest, for some, awakening can be a bit like that. Like, wait a minute. What happened? You know, I and mean, it's the talking heads all over again. This is not my beautiful life. This is not my beautiful house. <laughs> How did I get here? <clears throat> and um, it's it, I, that's part of what we do besides uh, our – I know Gene and I both, the way that we feel about young people, but uh, also to try to have uh, – if not a voice of sanity, at least a voice of where we understand when people sort of sit up and do that because it can be a bit shocking to the system. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. Um, and I know you, you all mentioned in your text and stuff that it was until you were about 13 uh, uh, for you to remember that fear isn't real. Yeah. What... what uh, I agree that fear is not real, but uh, I, I almost feel like I had to relearn that, and you remembered it. How? how tell me about that a little bit. Oh, it was just, um, without details, like without specific stories or anything. Just basically, we came to like a point in our short life so far <laughs> that we're just like kind of like this is really, really messed up. Like, almost like if we hadn't come to that realization, we probably would have jumped off a bridge. <laughs> but it was just like, this this isn't real. Like, I just, it was like a, a realization, like, almost like a voice, an epiphany, yeah. It just came shoved right into our heads and just like, not real. Not real. Well, <laughs> it's like as having, as like, as being like very little, ever, ever since we can remember, we've had, like what we call them spooks, or, or in other words, ghosts, showing up at the foot of our bed, just like wanting help or yeah, it's being like, attracted to yeah, our it's like the typical and, episode of Ghost Whisperer or something. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> really, I'm trying to go to sleep. I have school in the morning. Yeah, we're like wait. we're like three year old girls playing in bed, and then just some random person standing up to your bed watching you, and it's and it's like. After a while, it gets old. Yeah, <laughs> you just gotta learn to live with it and get over it. And, like you just don't, you just aren't scared anymore. And then, and then you just kind of like, and then nothing scares you after that. And then it's just kind of like walking down the hallway at school. It's like that's not scary. It's just comparing that to like a ghost showing up in your room. You know, it's nothing. <laughs> right. We've had some freaky characters. Trust oh, me. Oh God. <laughs> I've I've always really felt sorry for um, the girl on that show, and I, I know that sounds silly, but um, I it's just like you poor thing, you know. It, it's hard enough doing the work dealing with you know humans that are here. Yeah, yeah. To have to deal with both levels, I no thanks. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I think I think that's why we got started out with it so young, so that it. If it like just happened when we were older, if it like if it probably just started happening, we'd probably be like, "How in the heck?" You know. But since we've been doing it our whole lives, it's just easy, you know. So it's kind of second nature to balance it. It's yeah, yeah part of everyday life. Just had to learn how to deal with it, or 
not. <laughs> yeah, or jump off a bridge. Right, right. And, you know, the early exit's not an option. Yeah, we've um, all been down that road. No, no, you're not allowed on. Oh, no, come, come on. on. I just want to go home. Want to be the anymore. <laughs> you didn't yeah. come here to go home. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. You have to redo it. <laughs> yeah, that's. And for I, I, I know it's feels like jumping off a bridge. Remember, if if you end it, you're gonna have to come back and redo it and some. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm not doing another ten thousand lifetimes of this. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> It's been fun, but um, it it was, I know it can be, uh, you know, you say if it had happened when we were older, we might have freaked us out, or I uh, channel, old-fashioned word, I suppose, for, as I've come to see it now, just connection with my higher self, but um, I first came across the concept in my 20s, and uh, in in the mid-1980s, and... They talked to me because I asked them to, and it freaked me smooth out, and I ran the other direction. Yeah. And, and you know, I would say wasted a lot of time, but I went through a lot of experiences that are, have been really useful to me now and have made me who I am. And um, But I know that it can be um, a bit freaky. What What advice would you have for the say, 16-year-olds that are suddenly confronted with, because uh, I, uh, well, and as part of the question, I, I feel that the energy is changing to the point where some people's abilities are just popping up, whether, they are, whether they've ever thought about it or not. Yeah. And you're freaking them out. <laughs> yeah, freaking some of them out. What, what would you say to, I mean, I know what I say to other adults, um, but what would you say to the 16 or 17 year old that's like, whoa, what was that? Yeah. <laughs> um, I would have to kind of say something along the lines of it's, it's a normal, like your whole life, not seeing them isn't normal. Like you seeing them is, and you just kind of, kind of you just kind of have to just be like, you just kind of have to face your fears, quote unquote. And just kind of say, screw it, I'm not scared. Just kind of like, kind of like you're afraid of heights, and you're just going to the top of the biggest mountain in the world, and you're just like, I'm not scared anymore. It's it's like you have to learn to trust, like the universe and everything, and trust that everything happens for a reason. And it's like when I say, as it, <laughs> sometimes this is kind of come off a little strong. Worst you, worst that can happen in any situation is that you die. And what's the big deal in that? You know, you're just not in a body anymore. <laughs> and, you know, it's like, yeah. Yeah, and if you're meant to die, you're not going to be able to stop it. <laughs> so it's just going to happen. And Can I, you're the um, third teenager. I've, I've, only the third teenager I've, I've ever heard say that. So I want to talk about that for a minute because somebody um, asked my daughter once, you know, what happens if somebody puts a gun to your head. Um, she just looked at them and said, so that just means I'm going home. What? Um, I mean, how how do you get to the point where you're that? I'm constantly amazed at my own daughter. 
for coming up with an answer like that. So how do you get to that point as a teenager? How do you get to that point to know the spirit so well and to have so much trust? Most adults can't do that. Now you're you're how old and you're saying this and it's it's not even something that you'd like to believe in. This is fact for you. This is reality. This is life. This is you're more sure of this than you're sure of the table in front of you. Well, if not even more. <laughs> well, it, it just goes along with um, getting rid of that fear. And, like, we have been in some funky situations, and it, it has all worked itself out because it was meant to, or um, it happened so we could grow from it, or, you know, it's just like, I've, I haven't I haven't been, like, yeah, like, nothing has, I've, I could have died many, many times, and I haven't, because <laughs> I wasn't because it wasn't meant to happen so yeah I trust that and I'm not saying that I tested that but I'm I'm saying that god what am I saying (laughs) um I don't know it's just I just trust it and I feel the I feel so much like protection like from my guides and my guards and everybody's watching over me that I feel like if I couldn't handle it then somebody else would before I even knew it So would you say that having that much faith actually awards you a, a level of protection? Um, every Everybody has the um, same amount of protection because every soul is equally as important as the next. It's just when it's their time, it's their time, and nobody is going to intervene in that, and nobody can. And it's just once you are more aware of your protection and how safe you are, that's when you are um, – that's when you feel the most safe. So nobody is more or less safe. It's just whether or not you feel it. So, so would you say that it, you know, Jean's asking, how did you get to that point? Is it more of a case that you never learned not to trust yourself or that you never forgot like some of us did? Or um, We've had our moments when we were younger, what we did forget, but it's just coming to that and um, it's just more of um, like, um, it's not that we didn't forget because we are just as human as anybody else. <laughs> I mean, it's, um, it's, I don't, I don't even, I don't really know. It's just, because everybody comes to it on their own. It's, it's everybody's own individual journey, but so everybody's own individual way of coming to it. Wow. Awesome mm. answer. Yes. Perfect. Uh, wow. Sorry. I'm temporarily in awe um, of what's going on right now, right here. Um, now, for anybody listening, I just want to get the point across here. Um, ladies, can you tell us how old you are? Sixteen. Sixteen years old. Okay. And we're having a conversation that's, you know, indicative of, I mean, we could bring Deepak Chopra on, and he'd probably give some of the same answers. So um, if anybody out there who's listening tonight is in doubt 
of how intelligent and how in tune and how connected our young people are. I I certainly hope that this show goes a long way um, to to taking that notion and tossing it completely out the window. And and because, wow, really? I mean, there there are adults who I, I know a lot of them <laughs> actually. Um, I was one. I, I mean, it 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 was. Yeah. It Me was too. shocking as hell to look down at um, one of my notebooks three years ago. Two, what was it? Two years ago now, Rick. Two years ago, and realized that the writing was different sometimes. And oh shit, that's not me. I didn't write that. Different handwriting um, and everything. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, and that was that's coming from somebody who who's had a spiritual upbringing. Um, but just the realization that that. Um, the connection was so strong that it was coming through my writing was was scary enough for me, and that's with a spiritual background and experience. Um, so, like, wow, it's, I really don't I don't have another word for it at this point. I'm just kind of wow. Y'all are 16 now. Here's a question, an interesting question. Do you think that it's easier for you to be able to do this because you have each other? Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> I was actually just um, thinking earlier, I don't know, yesterday maybe, but I was, like, making food, and so my conscious mind was distracted, so, like, I could actually think, and I was just thinking, like, wow, how would I do this about Gianna, you know? I was just, like, I would have, if I owned a gun, probably blew my brains out many years ago. <laughs> like, this is, like, it may be, like, a, oh, Hallmark moment, but... <laughs> Like I love you too. <laughs> love you too. But just like we need each other this lifetime. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> um, and it tends to be a thing with um I'll use this label real quick, light workers, but um people that have big purposes get put through hell their through their childhood or wherever whenever you know, and we did experience some of that hell for a while and we 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 protected each other and you know like a lot of like bullying and like you know if like if somebody came up to me with a gun and was like I'm gonna like I'm gonna kill you <laughs> Jenna would be like Jenna would probably jump in front of me and tap hold the dude and be like oh no you're not <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> so so you um would you so- you've had your Sorry, Rick. Sorry. I gotta ask this one. Um, okay. You've had your you've had your time of fear. You've had your time of doubt. You've had your time of trial. Have you have you too, um, being as young as you are, have you experienced loss already in your in your life? Yeah. And I know that's a personal question, but it's a personal show, so let's get personal. <laughs> well, we did. We've lost. Um, um, when we were about the fifth grade, we lost both of our grandpas um in the same week and we lost our grandmother last year and I call her my I call her I I joke around about how she was our father (laughs) our father on the weekend because she (laughs) like yeah she was like my grandma and my mom were our basically our two solid parents and she passed away last year but we talk to them just as much now as we did then, so it's it's an illusion that they're gone, 
you know, they're just not in bodies anymore. Yeah. And, yeah, we, we've experienced a lot of loss, but, like, oh, when, yeah, um, when I was in the eighth grade, I believe, um, one of my friends passed away from an asthma attack. And, um, I don't know, that, then I just wasn't, I was just so lost. I was just like, you know, how could this happen? Like, I saw her, like, on the Friday, and then on Monday she was gone. And I was just like, I was just like, wow, that can, and I, I felt so awful. Because we had, yeah, but I talk to her so much more now, and it's just crazy. And like Gianna said, it really is an illusion that they're not, that they're gone, like that we're never going to see them again, because in all reality, they're right here. They're just not in the body. So, so again, you're not coming from this flighty, spacey um, energy of the world is great, love and life, flowers and butterflies and rainbows and bunnies isn't and it rainbows. all wonderful? <laughs> um, you're coming from a space of I've been through shit. I get it. Yeah. I get what yeah. pain is. I get what sorrow is. But I see this other side, and that's where I want to be. Yeah, definitely. It's kind of like any any situation you put in whether it be an abusive situation by an adult or by someone else your own age or when you lose somebody, like when they go through, when they leave their physical body or when you just lose them like in a friendship, that it's just you choose how it affects you. You choose whether you remain happy or not. So kind of with that whole other side thing, it's all on you. You, you choose how you react. You choose how you feel, and you choose how you let it. If if you let um, what how others what others do and their actions, and what happens in the world, then you would be miserable. You know, <laughs> it's like it's all on you. You know. Wow. Jean's Rick, in, they're all Jean, yours. Jean, I need a minute. Jean's to in the wow space again. Yeah, I'll um, be over here digesting. You go ahead. <laughs> um. Sort of back to the, you know, has it been easier because you had each other? Uh, would you encourage uh, other kids to sort of put it out there that they'd like to find some like-minded others? Or yeah, yeah. you can actually ask the universe. It's like yeah, definitely. definitely. <laughs> like this kind of, it's kind of like um, goes along with manifesting. Like, and once you put your once you put your faith into the universe, the universe totally takes care of you takes care of you like you don't have to i'm not saying like for money to just sit on your butt and then but just, like it, watch it makes TV. it weighty it's make, it makes it way to you money does. yeah oh my gosh like like um it's a personal show so i guess i'll get personal but um our stepfather recently moved out like a few months ago and no we had no money left us nothing and my mom had no gas and we we're like crap you know and then my mom gets a phone call the next day from um, her life insurance lady. And she's like, hey, uh, you know, you've been being charged um, for the last 12 years as a man. And turns out that costs more. So she ended up getting like a, a like big a, fat check, like a, like a refund, like with all the money she's been overcharged. So we're like, just stuff like that. And then you get random, we got like a random check from like her clients and stuff like that. And we're just like, oh my gosh, we love you universe. Yeah. <laughs> like, the other day I made a comment and I was like, I'm out of mascara. And then my sister, just my older sister, was like, hey, do you want my mascara? Because I went and bought more. I was like, 
oh my gosh, <laughs> you know, just stuff like that. And just, they take care of you. And like today at school, um, I, um, I was in my sixth period class and there was, I was just empathing everybody like crazy. And I was like, oh my God, I want to go home. I want to go home. And then I just get this note and then I'm, I got called out of school. I was like, yes, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, but the point of all that is if you ask for it and you have faith, it'll come to you, whether it's a person or just something you kind of need. So I've been determined right from the start when, when since we launched this this radio show that every single guest who comes on would say it at least once, just once. I don't care how you say it, but so far every single one of them has said the same thing. And tonight it was just confirmed by two of the most enlightened 16-year-old young women you'll ever hear, ask and ye shall receive. It's that easy. It's that simple. Just ask. And trust. And that's awesome. You guys are awesome. You have some amazing <laughs> advice to give people. Um, if if you had, okay, one thing that you could tell young people, cause we'll probably, we might even extend the show a little bit. I'm having too much fun. Um, one thing that you could tell the young people um, right here, right now, what would it be? What's the most important thing you think? the most important message you think that you can offer? Just because you're young doesn't mean you don't know what you're talking about. And just because you're young doesn't mean you're young. (laughs) Yeah. Just because you're in a young body does not mean your soul is equally as young. You could be, your soul could be way older than, you know what I mean? It's just, it's all about about your wisdom and your strength and your heart and your love and about what, what you care about and trust you, trust how you feel. Not what other people go by, but trust how you feel. Yeah, don't let other people's opinions sway your own. Yeah, I could I could hear when uh, Jean asked about your opinion on the Occupy movement that you almost didn't want to say, not because you don't have an opinion, but because you don't you want everybody to take from it what they take from it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, that's just. So awesome because it, it is very cool. It yeah. that is a tough one for a lot of people because that's not just trusting yourself; that's trusting everybody else too. And uh, of course, I think you find that when you trust yourself, you start trusting other people because you know they got it in them. But uh, but it is amazing to uh, to hear it. You know, it's one thing you have a guest on the show that starts off by telling you about 20 years of Buddhist meditation practice they did and this and that and the other thing and then I finally saw the light and and it's another thing to hear it from two ladies that have had uh, quite a few life experiences in their short tenure this this, uh, go round these bodies but that you've been able to realize and come to know that 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 doesn't have anything to do with your wisdom or your ability to hear your wisdom uh, and be in touch with your wisdom. Uh, That you could be much more in touch with your wisdom than a lot of people three times your age. Yeah. um, Also, uh, with a little advice to people our own age vessel-wise, um, <laughs> it all starts with you. Um, if you can't, if you're not finding someone to love 
it's usually because you don't love yourself. If you can't trust anybody, trust yourself. If you can't find the divine spark in everybody else, it's because you haven't found it in yourself. So find it in yourself, and then you'll see it. Whatever you find in yourself, you will soon see in front of you. Yes, like inner peace becomes outer peace. It's, yeah, inner love becomes outer love. Inner trust becomes outer trust. Yeah, very true. Inner forgiveness. Yes, because. definitely. Oh, yeah. Inner. inner innocence becomes outer innocence. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is just so much fun. This is yummy. Oh, it is. But, well, because Jean and I have been sitting around talking about that. I think, you know, I said it earlier in the call that this Occupy thing is a symptom of people beginning to trust themselves. And uh, so now they're trusting each other to stand in the General Assembly and say, this is what I think. Uh, instead of, you know, well... I just don't know, so I need some political folks to take care of me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I always like to make, make a funny voice when I bring old energy into the phone call. <laughs> <laughs> Heaven forbid somebody pull that clip of me saying something like that and sounding serious. And oh, quote no. me on it. You know. you know, I could make a video out of that. Um. Hey, now. Look out. Um, so, wow, I'm, I I don't even know where to go next um, because uh, there's just so much that we could explore with you two. So my next question is, will you come back on and talk to us again in a couple months? Because I have to book you in again. Uh, <laughs> we would love to. <laughs> awesome. So we got a yes. Uh, you know, Rick, what I'd really like to do? What's that? I'd like to bring these two on with Mama Webb. I think that would be a blast. Wouldn't that be just the hoot? So we'll talk to Mama Webb. I've thought about Mama Webb several times during the call because uh, she's the one, if you you haven't heard of any of our Mama Webb calls, or for those of you with us this evening that uh, uh, aren't familiar with her, um, for example, she refers to her child as tiny human. She She thinks child is derisive, you know, it's like, oh, it's just a child, doesn't know. That is awesome. And she's, you know, and, 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 and forever getting online and talking about the lesson that she learned from Tiny Human today. So, Tiny Human is really, really smart, though. I've met oh, Tiny, Tiny Human. Tiny Human's a genius. And Tiny Human genius. is a gen- is, is an absolute divine genius and at the age of two and a half, three years old. Um, I mean, she's so cool, Tiny Human is. Um, but yeah, and that's that's why we love Mama Web so much is because and that's there that's where I want to go with my next question. Um it's the way that Mama Web acts as a mother. Yes, she's a mother who cares for this tiny human, um, but at the same time she has an infinite amount of respect for what tiny humans here to, to share and teach and experience. So as just because I'm, I'm going to do it. What what would you have to say to parents out there with regards to um, maybe opening up their minds and their hearts to what our young ones are trying to tell us? <laughs> um, Mama Webb or whatever she's doing, awesome. That is awesome. Um, like if you can't, babies like they don't 
speak yet, but they're very telepathic. And so, and they are very connected to source still. So they're not like, they're not disconnected and they haven't gone through like the schooling system and, and all that stuff to like dilute um, that divine connection. And um, basically like when they're little, they are, whew, they're light. And they're, they're pure. Yeah. Totally and pure. Um, like all the, like if you watch all the little stuff that they do, just, it's not, it's not for nothing, you know, and like basically pay attention, listen, and watch. Yeah. And they are trying to tell you something in everything they say and everything they do. And if you're telepathic, yeah, that'll come in handy. (laughs) (laughs) But it's important even for adults who may not be to remember, you know, what you've just said, that kids are very small children are very telepathic. And so if you're coming at them with, you know, you screaming, hungry, dirty, messy thing. They, <laughs> they know. They know that's what you're thinking about. You can smile yeah. at them and act nice, but it's something I have tried to convince people all my life, this is something I've never forgotten, is kids know what's going on. You're not pulling the wool over their eyes, these little ones. Yeah. You know, they're you very may, sensitive to energetics. You may train them to, to forget that, I mean, I, I've always said everybody's born a genius, um, but school and life and parents degenius you. <laughs> and I know that's not a word, but I like it yeah. <laughs> um, because it is kind of what they do. They they oh that's your imagination. Oh that's silly. Oh that's they just sort oh, of. Oh, two plus two doesn't equal three. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> It does if you're taught it does. Oh, it does. And uh, uh, they have some strange ideas on this planet about math and everything else. Lots of strange ideas. But... um, So... I got I got another I got another question for you, and this is one that um, Rick and I get up on our soapbox about a lot. Uh Um, Soapbox. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get up on our soap. No, we're not. We're gonna let you guys talk about it instead. Um, So how about that education system thing we got going on um, here on Earth and in America and Canada? It is so awful. Like, well, we don't know about Canada. Yeah, but. (laughs) From our experience in the American schooling, well, not the American school as in homeschooling, but public schools and just the curriculum in general is just so outdated and it's incredibly outdated. And it, it just, um, it like, it, it has you like, to, it teaches you to think with logic and nothing else. It doesn't teach you to think with your intuition. It doesn't trust, it doesn't teach you to trust your, in, like, instincts, your intuition. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, it feels like, um, that it, it has like, subliminal like messaging in it to like to believe certain things it's to conform you yeah you know? it's like in english one time we 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 read this story and it's called it was called like sinners in the hands of an angry god or something like that and it's like um well yeah our beliefs don't have anything to do with that when we read that but it's like um why this story yeah <laughs> are you like implying something or does it are you you know what are you trying to say <laughs> And and then we actually got um, books, our own books for that. And I scribbled it out, and I was like, "Beautiful souls in the hands of a loving God." <laughs> it just that's uh, awesome. 
Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm not reading no story with that name. I'm rewriting it. <laughs> and it's just, um, oh, like the energy, like we noticed at our school, it's, bleh, <laughs> it's like, not, so, like we have, that has a lot to do with the like, curriculum and how they're taught. It affects their vibration and, and their, their energy and, and like the environment and the lighting and ooh, it's like and the temperature. <laughs> it's like <laughs> second period. I've got oh, assistant an assistant teacher that has like this thing attached to him that tries <laughs> to personal so <laughs> that, that tries to um, like it's like in classes in certain classes there's constant battle where. There's this thing trying to feed off my energy, and it's like, and uh, and it's like I can't. Sometimes you can't get rid of stuff because yeah, and and it's definitely an actual like agreement. Yeah, and like with this whole teaching you about to use your logic and nothing but, it it totally shuts people off to like their inner awareness and so and their their divine connection. And so if they have something connect like attached to them, like some icky spook or or like their energy is just totally like their aura is just like funky looking or like their chakras are overactive or underactive they don't even know they just think oh i'm sick i need to go to the doctor i need to get some medication no you don't <laughs> you know it's it's all about the way you stay in touch with yourself and just a big reason why there's why we're incarnated as twins so that we don't have to go through through this alone because honestly it would be way too much like it's a rocky road <laughs> yeah like every day in school we're shielding ourselves up bubbling like spikes and everything the works and we we take care of one problem like we fix it and then we get sent another one so, like one teacher with like something attached to it we get sent another one and then another one and then another one it's like do we ever get a do we ever get a breathe you know do we ever just get a beep but no, we don't, because <laughs> that's and, what we signed up for. And people with the headaches and the backaches and the yeah. people that come to school, like, like high. <laughs> like, we feel that, people. You're not hiding it. <laughs> yeah. We feel everything, and we see everything, and we hear everything. So it's it's it's, it's pretty hectic. <laughs> so, so we see through the curriculum. We see through we see through everything, you know, and it's just it's difficult to, like, just have to sit, sit in there, just to sit there and just take it, you know? Like so, man. so if if you could change, I mean, it. What about the curriculum? Would you like to see change? Um, what what is glaringly? I mean, other than an angry God, um, you know, <laughs> I, which you already changed, which is awesome. Um, what would you like to see about the curriculum change? What do you think it's important that these schools and these teachers and the administrators realize about the young people that they're trying to or claiming to try to educate. That they that they get away from logic and they focus on intuition and they focus on just the spiritual self and that they quit moping around in the past with that history class and just move on <laughs> to now, you know, and just focus on the present. <laughs> Maybe do some yoga and PE or something. Yeah, we, we've actually suggested that to our assistant principal, getting yoga into PE classes. So, yeah, we're making yeah, tiny changes. Cool. <laughs> That's a fabulous idea. I'm going to talk yeah. to some teachers, actually. And uh, yeah. stop moping around in the past. Stop moping around in history. I love that. 
<laughs> every every high school student out there who hears this is going to be like, yeah, no more history. <laughs> Oh, and enough that homework. <laughs> yeah, seriously, take up eight hours every day and then try and send us home with some like solution. I know that's that's how. Along with the whole schooling system, another thing I would like to change is them trying to like stopping them from taking up our whole life and like because like you go through school, you get enrolled when you're like five, and then you go through it until you're like eighteen, and then the next year you go to college, and then you have to get a job right away, and you just feel. Like, you just feel pressure. Like, if you don't, you're going to end up working at McDonald's for the rest of your life. And that's not true. Like, for example, like, um, my aunt, she's not my actual aunt, but she's my aunt, Angel. Um, she's on Facebook, Namaste Angel. And I don't know. She, I don't know. I don't even know if she, she didn't go to college, I don't believe. But she got an awesome job. So don't let that scare you people into forced me to go to college, but I'm, I'm not saying don't go to college because it is totally your own decision, but don't do anything out of fear, <laughs> but like this whole system where it's set up, it's, it's teaching you to like, to chase your tail your whole life, so to speak, like you never get a break, you're always doing this, and you're never going to rest until you're dead, yeah, so that's got to change, <laughs> yeah, definitely, that's got to change, yeah, I, I, I just have to say hallelujah, because what you said about you know you getting you getting enrolled well you get enrolled at five and then you do this and then you got to go to college and then you got to get a job and then you I said that to my mother when I was five because kindergarten was half a day and um I noticed one time when she came to get me instead of having me ride the bus that there were people arriving at the same time I was leaving and and I was I said so. Next year, I have to go to school all day. And she said, yes. And then I go to junior high, and then I go to high school, and she said, yes. And then, and then you go to college, and she said, yes. And then I got to get a job, and she said, yes. And I said, and then I got to work till I'm 65. And she said, well, hopefully. And I said, oh, my God, I'm trapped. <laughs> and that was at age five. Oh and so it's, it's. I can kind of look back on, you know, I was three years old the first time I rewired a light switch in the house. It irritated me because the switch on the left turned on the lights on the right, and the switch on the right turned on the lights on the left. It was one of those three-switch things. And yeah. that just didn't, it, that was just, I couldn't, that, why would you do that? So I could <laughs> trying to annoy you. <laughs> and, um uh, you know, my mother comes up and has a near swivet fit of, you know, you're going to kill yourself. And I said, no, as long as you don't touch both of them at one, the same time, you're fine. And then she wanted to get me away from it. And I was like, you know, no, it's I'm not finished. Somebody could get electrocuted like you that doesn't understand. And that really didn't go over well. <clears throat> I think I was injured at that point. Uh, so we have something exciting going on in the chat room. Oh, yeah. Serenity Raven would like to know if we have time to take a call. Sure. So, absolutely. Absolutely. Serenity, you're listening. Um, we uh, Hopefully, if the ladies are okay with it. Ladies, are you okay with ex- us extending the show a little bit? So that we can absolutely, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so we'll extend the show a little bit so that um, Serenity can call in and uh, say whatever it is. She has already said in the chat room that she has... Uh, Two daughters that are just like y'all. I'm sure she doesn't mean exactly like y'all. <laughs> um, 
So this will be fun. Uh, we did have a caller early, right towards the very beginning, but they hung up before I got to say hello. I do want to I do want to recognize everybody in the in the chat room tonight and on our page listening to the show. Uh, thank you so much for showing up. We have we have 17 people in chat right now. Uh, um, which is awesome, and we have no idea how many others are, are listening out there. Um, right, and and then of course we always get way more listens in podcasts. But so this so for all you podcast guys, guys listening, you got to come so you can call in and join the conversation. Yeah, for sure. But because um, um, we do this, we do this twice a week with people old and young and in between. We certainly would love to have more young people on though, because it it. Uh, well, it's refreshing. It's uh, you know. Oh, the hell with news. it! I'm just gonna say it. This has been my favorite show. I'm sorry, it guys. To all our other <laughs> to all our other guests, I apologize for that. But I can't. I can't lie about it, guys. You're you. Uh, well, and, and I can't. I can't deny it. Y'all media, have been my favorite show. Media and. All <laughs> All these people would like you to believe that, you know, the next generation is clueless and we're all going to die because they're going to take over. And it's never been true, and it's always been stupidity, but it, it's so nice to uh, to get to experience the difference, you know. Yeah, and for all those people that, for every one person that doesn't know what they're doing, there's 50 more that do. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, let's see if we've got uh, Serenity here. Serenity? Hey, hey. Hey, how are you? I'm doing actually pretty good, being in Sedona, Arizona, where all the vortexes are, but I'm doing pretty good. Uh, it's an awesome place. Yes. I'm yes. sure it's a roller coaster ride, but it's, oh, been, uh, it's yeah. been that over Since here in here. Texas. So. <laughs> I, I hear you. Since I got here in March, um, it's been crazy and a whirlwind of energy and um you know, just today I was doing some DNA activation on myself, and uh, I, I wanted to say something in reference to these girls. And I, if I say little girls, excuse me, I had to say that because my little my little girls are 15 and 12, and she'll be 13 in January. And let me tell you, they have the huge, huge indigo crystal eyes, and uh, they're you know they got the big beautiful uh, eyes and uh, the hair, and the, it's just you can t- you can tell there's just something about these girls. And, uh, you know, you don't have to like school. You can just be yourself, and the universe accepts you regardless. And uh, these girls are very intuitive. When I say these girls, my girls, my daughters who, like I said, are 12 and 15, they're very intuitive. They see things that are not there. They can feel things. And these are the kids, your guests and the kids, my children, these are the kids that are now that are making a difference, and uh, their light work is beautiful, powerful, powerful, four, five, six, seven D light workers who are, some of them have no idea what what to do with it, and a lot of them will drop out of school and because they're bored, and they don't understand what's going on. So it's very fortunate that these girls, your guests, understand what's going on. Yeah, we we think it's quite exciting actually that they're able to um share share their view through um I mean we love technology and what it's doing um to to assist in communications uh, across the globe um but these 
these two have had the courage and, and the know-how to begin a YouTube channel to start tackling some of these issues coming from the level of of the younger body that has to deal with this education system and these people and and the shift in energetics and, and that, you know, coming from an aware space but also understanding that there's a lot of people out there who, who may not quite get right now what's going on. Well, we for sure live in a 3D dimension, uh, 3D world, and uh, it's unfortunate and that they don't have meditation in school. They don't teach about chakras in school. They don't teach about being intuitive in the school, and it's very, very sad because that's what's going on in in the real world behind closed doors, so to speak, and that's what's going to be going on even more over the next two, three, four years, especially starting now because of the changes that are that that we're going through. But uh, I'm very fortunate that my girls, they're understanding, but understanding more and more each day. And uh, it start. I'll be honest, it does start a lot with the parents because a lot of the, the crystal children, their parents are very intuitive as well, and they believe in their children. But I will say that, you know, a lot of kids... Um, and no no offense at all when I say kids, but a lot of kids will, like I said, drop out of school, uh, turn to sex and, or at a young age and drugs and alcohol because they, they don't feel like they fit in. They feel different. They feel um, like they're, they don't fit in with the other, other kids around them. And that has happened to my, my oldest daughter, and she doesn't understand. She's very bored in school. She's very intelligent. She talks about things that an adult would not talk about, have no clue. And, and when my 12-year-old sits in my meditations, because I, I teach children's meditation, um, you know, my daughter, my daughter will tell them I'm going to meditation. And uh, a lot of kids are like, what? What's meditation? And, you know, they don't even know anything about chakras or, or being intuitive or anything about archangels and, and ascension, and it's just sad. And, I'm, you know, I hope that we're able to raise more aware, awareness, and I hope that these girls keep doing what they're doing. And, and, uh, and the uh, We hope so, too. <laughs> we hope so, too, and I know that they will. Um, um, I actually have a question off of that, bouncing off of that statement for, oh, for two young women. Oh, please ask you Actually, it's for the girls, but your statement is, is has brought me something to my attention. Ladies, do you think that the education system um, the education system is prepared for a shift as um, as adventurous as bringing in yoga classes, meditation classes? Um, I mean, I, I know that a lot of colleges are offering, offering them on campus, but uh, you know, do you think it, the time is has come where it's possible to bring it into high schools as an option, even as an elective? Um, I I do, and I don't think they're ready, and that's the point. So it can, you know, make room for a new system of, yeah. Um, I think there are um, details, so to speak, in the um, in the schooling system that are ready, but overall the schooling system isn't ready, and that's why – we are this age, and many, are, many that are our age are in the schooling system to change it from the inside out. So it'll be ready. <laughs> so I just wanna, I just wanna ask one last thing. I just have to do it. If you'll 
uh, grace me with a couple of minutes, and then we'll uh, we'll let this go um, for tonight anyway. Until the next time we mm-hmm. get to chat. But uh, talking about schools, there's a school that I'm just really fond of um, called the Sudbury Valley School. And to try to put it in a nutshell and short, the teachers are not allowed, the counselors are not allowed to try to entice any child to study anything. Not math, not history, not nothing. Except whatever the children say is they're interested in. And whatever it is, they do whatever it takes to teach them that. They had one kid wanted to learn how to fly fish, and they brought in uh, the American champion fly fisherman. They brought him in and then flew this kid out, and they went and fished, and now this kid writes for fishing magazines. And I think that's just so awesome. But what what do you think about a school that is just there to, okay, you want to learn about, you like piano? Okay, we got pianos. Come over here. Play the piano. Uh, and if we don't have a piano, we'll, we'll get, get one. one. Okay, first of all, where is that school located? Because I'm going to transfer there. <laughs> but they're they're cool. all over the U.S. <laughs> oh, my God. That is so awesome. Our, our why haven't we heard of these? Yeah. We'll post we, a link to your wall. Because we right. need you in the public school system. That's why. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that is oh. Sorry. Awesome. That, that's totally, like, not forcing and totally letting them do, like, go on their own path by their own. That's awesome. Yeah, I... I'd say I'm 100% for it. Like, yeah, I'm all for it. (laughs) At our school, it's like, you have to have this many math credits, this many science credits, this many history credits, and you have to have all this this many credits in order to get your high school diploma, or, you know, you you suck. And you have to take this many, like, you you have to take, like, required amounts of everything. It's like, you have to take required amounts of, like, and that's just to graduate. Yeah. What's amazing to me, they've never really had anybody graduate that can't, you know, read, write, do math, uh, because they they get to it. You know, they want to learn the pianos, and then they're learning music, and then they take some the math that relates to music. That, but they don't have to take, like, algebra. Okay, I, I have to interject here, though, and point out that with today's technology and the Internet and Facebook and, and all of this stuff, it's... It's virtually impossible at this point to raise a generation that's illiterate. You don't have to teach them to read and write. They're going to teach themselves. They need to. It's part of their communication system. Yeah. Or they could just keep telepathy. (laughs) Yeah. That'd be awesome. (laughs) We're getting there, ladies. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Taking baby steps. (laughs) Absolutely. Um well, I'm just going to I'm going to pass on a couple comments. Um love this. I just graduated high school 2011 and finally I hear people other than myself speak like this. The energy is amazing. Peace and love to all. Um another one saying it was a great show. There was another comment up here. I want to read it if I can find it. No, I can't find it. It's all gone. It's, um but we've had a lot right. of love for you guys in the um chat room tonight and um, I got a like and 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 they can probably feel it. And um, again, what an incredible, amazing honor it's been for me to have you two here tonight. And I'm going to have so much fun writing about you two. It's just going to be a yummy weekend for me. <laughs> and um, I do want to let everybody know y'all's YouTube channel 
they can find at uh, under your na- your YouTube nickname, Crystal Starseed four four four. And for the for Serenity, you know, uh, might want to turn your daughters onto that channel. Uh, and uh, for anyone listening, you know, now or on the podcast, um, if you or your children or your loved ones are in sort of a confused space, this might be a great place for them to go because I know how awakening has happened for me, but it happened across 20 years. And these young, la- these young ladies can, you know, tell you how it worked for them because I was awake and then fell asleep and then had to wake up again. And, man, the foggy cobwebs in the head, eh? <clears throat> I'm jealous. Twenty years, but uh, I got like three months. Boom! Here you go. Here you go. Run. Wake up. Uh, <laughs> well, what, no, I. It happened twenty years ago, and I, and then I tried to push it down with jobs, and mm-hmm. I was a workaholic. I was an alcoholic. I was a thisaholic and a thataholic. I was all the holics, I think, at once. An alcoholic. Were you a shopaholic? <laughs> and um, and and you know, discovered that I had to be who I am, or or die. Get out, yeah. Uh, and so keep being who you are, ladies. It is a blessing to all of us. Absolutely. And for any um, any young people um, listening, I uh, just want to make mention of our, our youth platform project, um, lookingyounger.blogspot.com. Of course, you can find it on our website, everydayconnection.me. Um, check it out. We're trying to build a platform for the youth to... Um, discuss their ideas, their dreams, their um, their possible solutions, their crazy out-of-the-box thinking with regards to what's going on in our world right now and, and um, you know, any ideas that you might have for how you'd like to see the education system change, um, the social structure change, politics, whatever you guys, you guys want to talk about, we want to hear you write in and, and let us know. And um, we're going to put it together in a book and we're going to publish it. And, and, and uh, the proceeds are going to go to some youth-oriented charities. So um, check that out because we want to hear from you because we believe in you. And uh, and it's most important you believe in yourself, but we want you to know that we believe in you too. i got a lot absolutely. of faith in you guys. Absolutely. All of you young people on the planet, I have a lot of faith in you. And so, some of the adults too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so thanks everybody for joining us. Uh, be with us again uh, on Tuesday. Uh, and Thursday of next week, we're here every week. Uh, what is it the comedians do? I'll I'll be here till February doing the show. <clears throat> um, we'll be right here, and we have fantastic talks like this with folks. And and to the young folks listening, if if you've got something you'd like to say and you don't want to wait for a book, uh, send us an email. We have a, we have a form on our website if you want to be a guest. Just send us an email, and Absolutely. Uh, um, we would love to hear from you. If there's any other young ones out there who are doing stuff like this, yeah, we want to hear from you. We'll put you on air. Um, it, you know, you're environmentally active. You're uh, you started a yoga class in your school. You've got a you've got a something you want to, to talk about. Giving advice to other kids' website, you got concerns, cares um, about your world. You got stuff you want to give us a call. I don't want to limit what what the subject might be. Whatever it is that's on your mind, you let us know, and we may put you right here on air. 
So take care, everybody, and uh, we'll talk. We love you. you. Join Rick and Jean again next time. Until then, visit their website at everydayconnection.me. And be sure to like their Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash everydayconnection. Worried you might miss an episode? Don't worry. Subscribe. Find us on iTunes by searching for Everyday Connection Radio. Subscriptions are free, just like your Everyday Connection. So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life, the only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details. So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life, the only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details.